0: it is week five with the extra point and we're here making picks today with bobby and matt bobby how you doing buddy
1: doing good guys how you doing man sorry i had to cut short last night man but i know you guys
0: are doing well good to go oh yeah no worries we, we uh we finished strong matt how you doing
2: i'm doing good man i'm worried about you uh it seemed like you were not feeling too well earlier today this morning so how are yeah, you doing
0: yeah i was uh not the greatest, to say the least. Luckily, I'm not running a temperature or anything like that. I think I'll be okay. Feeling better this afternoon, lots of fluids. Well, you're
1: do you doing this remotely, man, like, hopefully you don't get the corona, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think I'm good for that. I think, I think we're straight there. I think it's just a head cold yeah, going on. Yeah,
1: or get your ass tested, man. You're not going to be like Cam Newton and Gilmore here so uh, <laughs> nah,
0: none of that none of that none of that but i'm glad you brought that up i'm actually going to let you lead off with this then uh since you brought it up with gilmore so talk to us about gilmore and what's going on with him and the patriots and covid
1: yeah well i mean obviously you know you know what happened last week you know with cam, with cam getting you know tested positive for covid you know and um showing no you know symptoms or whatnot apparently gilmore well, I don't know. If, I mean, you can clarify or step in on this, but I think he tested positive what, the day after the uh, Monday night game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he did. And uh, on top of that, he was seen on camera, and we actually shared it also on both uh, Twitter and Facebook as and well. So I, go follow I, I, that. Uh, him and uh, Mahomes were hugging.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of people. You know, this virus obviously is something serious that we know, and um, the league is taking very strong, you know, protocols and all that, you know, with all this. And, you know, Patrick McCombs was obviously asked about, you know, what was happening. And, I mean, you can't really hate on a guy or whatnot. I mean, you know, in the heat of the moment, he was just saying, you know, he was doing sportsmanship, didn't even think about it at the time. And and you can't blame these guys for it, though, because, I mean, that's just – they're not used to this. This is the new I mean, it's almost a
0: muscle memory to them. I mean, through, through their entire careers, you know what I mean?
1: Right, right, right. And it's not like you shouldn't get punished for, you know, going up and handshaking, hugging, you know, after a hard-fought football game or whatnot, everybody, I mean, we all know. I mean, we've all three been competitive in one form or another or whatnot, and you're to show due respect to your opponents or whatnot after whatever battle oh, you're yeah. in. 100%, 100%. So Pat Mahomes goes up. They're making a big deal that his helmet was off, and Gilmore, who tested positive the next day, was off too, so – I don't know whatever you know, I don't know how this is going to turn out or whatnot. I mean, it doesn't mean you're going to get COVID because you go dap up somebody, you know, that tested positive the next day, but they're making a big, big deal out of it. I mean, as I should, because I mean, this is the reason right now these protocols are what's going to keep us having a season this year.
0: Exactly. Yep. Yeah, but, and, and, you know, there's a team actually that's kind of been putting that in jeopardy and they cost already one game so far and it looks like it's going downhill is the Tennessee Titans. Now, they were one day away from opening up facilities, no positive tests until they did receive a positive test today. So they had, a, I believe, two more players and two more personnel. Oh, I'm sorry, one player and one personnel um, it tested positive today. So now that's going to not only keep that facility closed, but also put the game in jeopardy. Uh, the Week 5 game versus Buffalo in Jeopardy. Now, we are still going to pick that game as if it was happening, but uh, it's something to keep note of, something that you'll definitely be watching from day to day, whether it's your team or, you know, it's fantasy implications, which I can definitely say I have. I don't know about G2, but I have a lot of fantasy implications on that game. But if they can't play, obviously, that that's you know the most important thing is the, is the player safety, player health. But a uh, serious thing going on in Tennessee now that, so much that the NFL and the NFLPA have gotten involved in it, uh, potential uh, breach of contract or uh, violation of the COVID-19 rules protocols because, I mean, they're basically coming down there saying, look, our our plans and our procedures put in place have not failed. It's, somebody has broken some sort of rule here, and it seems like it's going to lead to potential loss of draft picks. And, Matt, uh, you were talking about a pre-show potential uh, forfeits.
2: Yeah, I mean that, that's that's tough, man. I mean, just just get you know, especially a team like the Titans who are three and I mean, you just hand them an L. Uh, that's tough. But I, I mean, I, I also agree with it. I also agree with oh, it 100 percent because they're not. I, you, you see all these other teams that are. If you're following these protocols that the NFL has put in place, it seems like everything's working out pretty well. Um, I was watching ESPN earlier, and they were what whoever guy was on there was saying that. If you guys thought this this whole NFL season was going to go by and we were not going to have any positive tests, we're we're all out of our mind, oh, and yeah. I think that that's actually true. So, but the outbreak that they had clearly shows me that it seems like somebody broke broke protocol, and that's why they they're in the situation they're in.
0: Well, I read a pretend, uh, a story, I believe. Adam Schefter tweeted it – don't quote me on that, but I believe it was him – reports about them practicing at an unapproved facility days after the, their facility closed down due to the COVID testing. Uh, and some kids, oh, wow. I guess, were – it was on a campus, and some kids saw them in there because they're not supposed to be doing stuff like that because it's on a campus. And they were taking pictures, and, and some of the pictures, I guess, that were collected or received or you know showing – it, you couldn't tell, make out exactly who it is, but there was one player that they could make out, and it was Ryan Canahill. That's a alleged report. No, uh, no concrete yet on that, but uh, it seems uh, it seems that they they have breached it in some form, and we'll keep track of it, and it as it changes, or you know, with whatever happens moving forward. Uh, crazy situation now yep. in Tennessee. Crazy situation. Sure is.
1: There is. Yes. Yeah, if I can chime in real quick on this, though. Um, there's a reason for the rest of the NFL to be really pissed off. Like Jerry Jones, you know, actually oh, yeah. made an adamant, made a statement about, you know, they shouldn't, you know, suffer, you know, sincere, um, you know, um, a lot of consequences, you know, for this situation right now because all the other 31 teams pretty much have run really well on their protocols. We're not? All it's going to take is for one team a huge outbreak like what's going on right now with Tennessee that can ruin the whole NFL season. So if you're not following the protocols, you know, obviously we can't do the bubble like the NBA is doing right now, but if you don't follow those protocols or not, I mean, you can ruin the season, you know, for the whole NFL. So rightfully so I'm totally on board with, you know, the NFL putting down those threats and uh, whatever um, punishments they want, you know, for the allegations that are going on. right now. If they're not, if Tennessee's not following those protocols, they should.
0: Agreed. 18 players currently on the COVID list for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Corey Davis just recently added to that list as well. All right, let's go ahead and move into game picks. Uh, keep in mind there are two teams on a bye this week. At this point, we don't know what's going to happen with Tennessee, so we're going to play it off as if it's going to happen as normal. Detroit and Green Bay both on buys this week, so they will not be playing. Moving into our overall records, Bobby, you were 39 and 23 and one. I am 39, 23 and one, and Matt, you are 38, 24 and one. And uh, Matt, you had a good week last week, 4 and 0 still. In your uh, in your locks, so you are undefeated at this point. I'm three and one, Bobby. You're in, you're trailing at two and two. Uh, Matt, lead us off with the Tampa Bay at Chicago game. Foles versus Brady.
2: Yeah, this will actually be you know a pretty interesting game just because of that matchup right there. Uh, might give Nick Foles a little bit more, or uh, yeah, Nick Foles a little bit more. Uh, you know, pep in his step this week in practice. Um, you know, Mitchell Trubisky, yeah, yeah, that guy. We already know what he is. I think his career. I mean, he might he'll be a career backup. But I still have Tampa Bay pulling out this game. I mean, Chicago should be 0-4 right now. I believe we all are pretty much on the same page on that. Uh, Brady looks like he's heating up. Uh, But we'll see. Mike Evans is still questionable. Leonard Fournette has been doubtful. And uh, Brady's. It seems like his new favorite target, Scotty Miller, is Mm -hmm. questionable right now. So we'll see how that plays out during the week here. But uh, Tampa Bay, I feel like, is starting to get in a little bit of a rhythm, especially on offense. And I think they're really going to start to take off here. Uh, So I have Tampa Bay winning this game uh, 27-20. I think a late touchdown by Nick Foles will kind of make the score look closer than the game actually is. But, yeah, 27-20, Tampa
1: Bay. Bobby? Yeah, so the spread in this game is uh, Tampa's favorite by five and a half uh, on the road, which really doesn't mean much these days nowadays with the COVID going on right now. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do, see Nick, I do see Nick Foles, you know, getting a little bit more comfortable in the second start with Chicago. Um, I see Tampa. Um, I see Brady getting more comfortable with the offense. I know Gronkowski's been kind of um, easing his way in. He only had three catches last week. I see him having a little bit better game this week, maybe like six or seven catches, maybe even a touchdown. Um, really close game. As a matter of fact, I have this one as the closest game um, of the week in my projections, but I got Tampa winning this game 23-21. to 21. Oh, well, that's
0: really close. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with both you guys. I think uh, I think Foles will be a little bit more comfortable. Uh, he's going to keep continue to hit Robinson. That seems to be where the hot hand is right now. If they can get their running game going, they can be a more competitive team. But right now, I still don't think they're there yet. They do have a top 10 defense, but the offense ranked at 22nd isn't going to get it done against this Brady-led offense that, like you guys said, is starting to catch fire. The running game, we'll see what's going on. They're ranked 26th in the league in that. Um, but, yeah, I have Tampa Bay winning this one, and kind of like you guys have it in a close one, 31-23. Yep, okay. yep. All right, L.A. heading to Washington to take on the football team. Uh, Washington <laughs> has a new a new starter at quarterback. It's going to be Kyle Allen, the former Panther, who had that really good streak while Ron Rivera was, uh, I believe, just after Rivera left or just before he left, one where around the time Rivera left. Uh, he had a really good uh good streak with him and they're going back to him and from reports are saying the uh the former starter dwayne haskins has moved down to third string bobby talk to me what you got
1: i mean you know i mean pretty intriguing game in my eyes right now um if you know for the it's gonna it's always interesting when you have a new quarterback that comes you know obviously ron Rivera. Matt, you can touch a little bit when you talk about this right now, but I think this whole Dwayne Haskins era thing ended a little bit sooner than everybody else thought. So, I mean, we'll see what's going on. I mean, I mean the spread in this game is the Rams, you know, on the road to Washington, the Rams there by nine and a half, one of the biggest spreads of the week. I'll be honest with you, I'm really impressed with this Rams team. Um, they had a hard-fought game last week against the Giants. Tell me you guys didn't see that tackle by Jalen, um, oh, by, yeah. by your boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Curricular activities with Golden Tate and Baby Mama and all that—that was fun to
0: watch. Yeah, (laughs) I forgot about that. That's why. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Me and Matt were sitting here, we were sitting here running our heads about why they were upset, and I, I completely forgot that situation. But it makes. Yeah, Bobby, you,
2: you missed that. Yeah, yesterday we were literally this, talking about that when you, when you jumped off. Man. Yeah, this is why the, the trifecta, <laughs> man. We gotta have, we need each other, man. Uh, but uh, that, that's hilarious that you bring that up. And we, we're, uh, I mean, Wes, you're 100% I'll agree.
1: Dude, there was, there was, <laughs> there was so you know what? Like, that's a situation where like that was off field drama went oh, yeah. on to the, and like not even the way that you know. And you know I'm not a huge Jalen Ramsey fan. I mean, we might go on for this for a second or whatnot. And I know Wes. You know, him, you know Jalen's a huge. I mean, he's a great football player. I get it. But the way he took on that block and the way that he, I showed that to all my players out there. I'm not a DB coach. I'm a D line coach. But boy, was that a, you couldn't even teach it better than that. And then you know the whole them fighting to the 50 yard line after that extra point was mm-hmm. that NFL man. Like 2020 needs that. You know so.
2: Yeah, we, we needed that. No, that was great to see. Uh, of course, it comes from um, Jalen. You know, I, oh, I yeah. wish it wasn't him just because of yeah, the I background.
1: I think Jalen has uh, two uh, um, uh, two baby girls with Golden Tate's sister, you know, and then they broke up or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then he started dating her and it all went to social media and whatnot. And it turned out on the field. It's always good to have side stuff like that, man. I loved it. <laughs> every second of it. Every second of it. Yeah, so, yeah, uh,
0: it, Bobby, who you got? That's so on this game, though, man.
1: I, I see the Rams rolling, man. I'm pretty impressed with the Rams. You know, the Giants are uh, last week, they're 0 4, and um, the Redskins, you know, I mean, or I'm sorry, the Giants played a really good game against the Rams last week, but Washington, new quarterback, he's going to struggle. He's going to get live bullets. I don't see this game being really close. I actually see the Rams covering. I see them winning 32 to 16. 32
0: 16, Bobby. Uh, I have them winning, too. Um, I think it's. I I don't know how I feel, you know, with the with the change of QB. I, I get what's going on. They that they needed to change. It's odd that they do it on a week that he doesn't throw any picks or any, you know, he doesn't really do a whole lot, but I guess he was told he needed to step it up quick and in a hurry and he didn't. So they're gonna give Kyle Allen a chance to run with it and uh we'll see what he does. I do have the Rams winning this one by a score of twenty four to thirteen. I just think it'll be one of those low scoring games. They'll get a little bit of momentum with the QB change, but then it all kind of comes crashing down once everybody gets comfortable. Uh, this offense is just really good for the Rams, and while the Redskins have a top-10 defense, their offense is one of the worst, 28th in the league. So, so like I said, give me the Rams in this one. Matt, does the change in QB give them any uh, any lift going into this game, or do you feel the same way as me and Bobby?
2: I mean, at the end of the day, I'm on the I'm on the same page. I don't think it's going to do much. I mean, we saw, we know who Kyle Allen is. I think, yeah, he'll probably be a little bit better than Dwayne Haskins just because he's under the same coordinator and head coach that he was in Carolina. So of course, right. that's going to give him a benefit, especially without preseason. Yeah. Uh, but overall, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it might be kind of a semi-close game. Uh, but I, I see the Ram or the uh, excuse me the the Chargers. Uh, breaking out of this one, maybe after halftime and just pulling away. You had it right. You had the right, the
0: Rams. You had the Rams. You're right. Is it the? Oh, maybe I have. So I have it wrong on, on mine, huh? Yeah, it's the Rams. You're good.
2: Okay, so yeah, no, definitely the uh, Rams. Yeah, for sure. I see them coming in, and yeah, they're going to put up some points. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be more the towards the end of the game or in the second half, but they're going to pull away and and take advantage.
0: And there you go. There you go. a Sweep by Tampa Bay. a Sweep by LA to start it out for us um we're going to mo- go ahead and move into the next game it is buffalo versus tennessee or at tennessee bobby pregame, you made a note of it there is no current spread on this game as it has been pulled due to concerns of if it will be played or not uh we're going to play it out as if it is being played and i'll go ahead and start this one out i have buffalo winning this game flat out i think it, you obviously if they play you can't ignore the fact of how many players they have on the COVID list a lot of those players will not be playing this week uh it's, it's going to be a, a really crazy process to even see this happen, in my opinion, with what they have going on. But if they do play, I have Buffalo just because they're a more comfortable team. Um, they've kind of been rolling with momentum right now. Tennessee's kind of all over the place. They don't know what they're doing from day to day. Uh, give me a Buffalo in this one, 32-20. Matt
2: yeah i mean uh sorry about my my sniffles here man this the, the, the end of september august or uh, in the beginning of october and the end of march I, it's just my allergies that kills me so oh yeah here we go no, here
3: we go no no
2: nothing no flu light no no uh uh fever nothing we're good here sure. All right. but uh yeah no uh buffalo tennessee um I have I had a really hard time picking this game because I think that that break might have. It's going to either go one or two ways for Tennessee. It's either going to help them out they you know a little bit of a break, reset, help with injuries, uh, or it'll throw them off their game. You know I know a lot of people talked uh, like I heard Ben Roethlisberger say you know he he was pissed about that having an early bye week. Oh yeah, uh, because it, it, he was starting to get into a rhythm. I mean we all know that he was injured, didn't play uh, last season or most of it, so. He he felt like he was starting to get in a rhythm, and that it kind of it might have messed it up. So that's something to watch for that Philly Pittsburgh game. But but this Buffalo Tennessee, I think Tennessee will will ground and pound, and I think that's gonna that's gonna be Buffalo's uh that's gonna be their kryptonite. So I have Tennessee actually winning this game uh twenty four to seventeen in a pretty not a low scoring game, but there's gonna be definitely uh, some defensive battles going on.
0: All right, Bobby, break the tie. We're split for the first time tonight. Who's getting the win?
1: Matt now, now I got this one right here, man. We're Ooh. pretty much right there. uh Yeah. I see Ryan Tannehill being, you know, a conservative quarterback that he is. I don't think he's going to make many mistakes. Obviously, Buffalo is a very, very good football team that's going to uh, have a high opportunity to make a run deep in the postseason this year. I just think that, um, you know, off this extra week of Tennessee not playing or whatnot, you know, you're going to see a well-rested Derrick Henry. I think you're going to see a heavy dose of him. Um, I see him, you know. Obviously, them pounding the ball a lot, just doing you know short little hot routes and just trying to slow down Buffalo and Allen. And I got Tennessee this 23-16, one point away from that.
0: Tennessee 23 to 16. Bobby says getting the win. Tennessee is the favorite in that game between the three of us. Philadelphia at Pittsburgh is the next game. Pittsburgh holding the number one defense in the league. And while that's fantastic, they're also the 30th offense in the league. So, Bobby, go ahead and lead us off. Give us a spread, and uh, who you got?
1: Yeah, so Pittsburgh's favored by seven at home in this game. Um, Very close game, like you said, uh, with the stats. Um, Juju's back, alpha injury. I Mm -hmm. think he's going to – you know, he's going to have – I'm glad he's back. I got him on my fantasy team, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a positive. Um, you know, Philly, the leader in the division right now. So, they're kind of rolling high. You know, can, with, uh, can,
0: like, can, well, I don't mean to cut you off, but can we just not have a leader in the NFC East right now? I mean, can we can <laughs> we not have a leader yet? I don't even want to call them a leader because in my sure. eyes, they are not a, a top team.
1: <laughs> isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it so sad, man? I, I grew up in the, you know, the NFC East in the 90s, and late 80s and 90s was the division when they had Arizona was there when not. And it's just really sad right now. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Please.
0: <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: So, um, anyways, Pittsburgh's favored by seven at home. Um, Philly's always in the battle. You know, um, not really much to say about this game. I think Connor's gonna have a decent day. Um, I'm going with the home team on this one. I got Pittsburgh winning 24 to 17.
0: Pittsburgh taking it home for you. I also have Pittsburgh in this game winning. Uh, yeah, great job getting the win last week. Uh, in my eyes, the game they should have won. I discussed it on last night's episode. Uh, but I mean, Pittsburgh is just they're they're the stronger team right now. I think while Big Ben thinks he's uh they're, he's getting rolling again, I think they're just at the uh, precipice of what they can do with that offense. So with Juju back, Connor in the backfield, they they can get a lot done. I'm very confident in this team, and I'm really high on this team, and have been for the last couple weeks. So give me Pittsburgh in this one, and they, they do get this offense rolling, 35 to 17. Matt,
2: uh, yes, I'm a little bit closer to Bobby on this one as well. Uh, I have Pittsburgh winning 27 to 17. Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh is just a better team. Uh, Eagles have nothing going on offense right now. Carson Wentz looks like a shell of himself. I mean, this guy was a uh, you know was primed to win the MVP, what, three seasons ago?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe four, I think it was, yeah, three seasons ago, was primed before that injury, and then we all know Nick Foles, Magic, and all that there. But, uh, yeah, Pitt, Philly just, they're kind of a mess right now. Uh, pittsburghs they're going to have control of this game from start to finish, uh,
0: 27-17. Pittsburgh, so you, go ahead, Matt, or Jalen, Bobby.
1: Is there any chance we might see Jalen Hurts coming through the scene here if Philly has
2: I don't know if you saw uh, Philly's game last week, but they actually had a, a, pa- a small package for, uh, of plays for Jalen Hurts. He came in and, and actually ran some plays. So, of course, there were was more of RPOs and it was a couple of r- design run plays and things mm-hmm. like that. But I think that's good. I think the more that they kind of slow, easily get him in there, um, I mean, like I said. Carson Wentz looks like a shell of himself, and I know that the, that team is beat up and that offense is pretty atrocious, uh, from starting from the O-line all the way down. And, yeah, it's tough for Philly right now.
0: Tough indeed for Philly. We'll see how they do against the number one defense in the league. Jets hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona coming off two straight losses, which really is surprising of out of that team after their hot 2-0 start. And the Jets 0-4 with a 32nd-ranked passing attack. We'll be moving from Darnold, because of an injury, to Flacco, who will be their starter for the 1 o'clock game. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread, and I'll make the pick.
1: Yeah, so the spread in this game is Arizona's favorite by 6.5.
0: And I'd say they cover that. Uh, I think Arizona, this is a good rebound game for them. They can't fall flat in their face. They need to prepare for the Jets and the Jets alone. Uh, it's always tricky when you see another uh, a backup quarterback come in. It doesn't always mean bad things. It just kind of changes up the game plan. And with Flacco, who does have the experience, I don't know to what extent uh, that, that he'll make a big difference in this team because it's really the offensive line that's killing him in my eye. Uh, I mean, you look at a 30-second in passing, 25th in rushing. They got a middle-of-the-road defense at best, if you really want to call it that. Uh, give me Arizona in this one. They get going again, 28-10. to 10. Bobby.
1: Kind of have the same kind of prediction right there. You know, my boy Buda Baker's been out for a week. uh, Obviously, signing a really good contract and kind of missing them in the secondary. Arizona's one of those teams where they're going to show you great, and then they're going to fall off, show you great, and then fall off. They're playing the Jets. You know, the Jets really are probably the bottom dwellers right now in the league. I think I think this is gonna be a blowout. I really don't see much going on in this game early on or whatnot. I see the Jets maybe getting a late touchdown just to make it respectable or whatnot, but I got Arizona when it is thirty six to twenty.
0: There you go, Matt. Finish it out.
2: Yeah. I have this game a little bit closer than you guys only because of the fact that, uh, Joe Flacco is actually going to start. And I think that might give them a little bit of pep and, and the, everybody else would step on, on that offense just because I, I'm not a big Joe Flacco fan. We, we've, we've talked, I've said it on this podcast before. I, he's just a guy. Oh yeah. And I also think Sam Darnold is just a guy too. I don't think Sam Darnold uh, is going to be the answer for any, and he's not, he's just not an NFL starter. Again, the jets are pretty bad though. Uh, it seems, like right
3: as, it seems like right
2: as you think that they might turn the corner, something crazy happens, and they end up blowing the whole thing up, and they got to start over again.
0: Mm-hmm. I was uh, actually yeah, a lot I mean, more confident with this team with Todd Bulls than I ever have been with Gase.
2: Yeah, it's – it's yeah, 100%. I, I agree with you on that. But, I mean, I have uh, Arizona winning this still, like you guys do, uh, 27 to 21. I think Joe Flacco might make it a little interesting towards the end. Uh, but, yeah, no, Arizona all the way in this one.
0: Big big game, hopefully to rebound from for the Arizona Cardinals. Vegas taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs looking to continue on their run to five and zero. Raiders silently and quietly have been a pretty decent team, putting up really good fights against their opponents this year. Middle of the road team in all stats, with the exception of defense, which is a little subpar. But uh, other than that, they've been they've been competitive in every game they've played this year. Bobby, give us the spread and start us off.
1: Yeah, so this is the second biggest spread of the week right here. Uh, Kansas City's favored by 12 and a half. Uh, I was kind of up and down on this prediction right here. I mean, you know, the Raiders obviously, you know, kind of starting off a little bit better than we, you know, we thought they would. I mean, you know, they avoided their third straight defeat. You know, they posted the convincing, you know, uh, to start the season off, you know, against the Panthers and the Saints. But and, – and Derek Carr is having a great – you know, season are off right now. I mean, he, you know, last week he did, you know, 311 yards against the Bills. And he's got 1,095 yard passing passing uh, yards along with eight touchdowns. Um, Jacobs, though, I mean, until I see him get going right now, because Jacobs has really started off kind of slow, it's hard to bet against Kansas City. I mean, obviously the Chiefs are, you know, the team right now in the NFL. Everybody, I mean, I, in, in my eyes, pretty much everybody's, you know, team – to beat, so yeah. Yeah. Kind of close. Um, I do have um, Las Vegas covering, you know, this game right here is 12 and a half points, but I got Kansas city winning 26 to 20. I wouldn't be surprised to see. I don't know, man last week though, you know, Kansas city, you know, they're um, not showing like, you know, the problem is when you're the top team in the league in any sport, you have a target on your back. So you're going to get the best from any opponent. So, they're a good team to, you know, obviously, their opponents to take to cover the spread. Twelve and a half in this. I didn't do it with Bookmobile Bobby, but I got Kansas City winning twenty to twenty, twenty six to twenty. But I have Vegas actually covered that spread.
0: Yeah, I have Kansas City getting the win in this one too. I think it'll be a close game. I don't. The last time these guys met up, it was forty to nine in Kansas City. I don't think it'll be anywhere near that this time. I think there. This uh, this uh, Las Vegas team is way better. Uh, suited for matchups like this, yeah. And Kansas City's kind of been up and down this season. Another game you could look at would be the LA Chargers game where they were kind of off, but uh, I think they get it going again. And I've, I'm not going to uh, doubt them because last time I doubted them, and now and then they proved me wrong. So until then, I'm going to stick with the Super Bowl champs in this one. Give it to me, uh, 24 to 20. They're another quite kind of quiet offensive day, but a close one, Matt.
2: Yeah, this was sort of a tough game to pick. Um, I had, I mean, I still have Kansas. It's hard to again, like Bobby said, it's hard to bet against Kansas City right now. Um, Raiders that did again, you guys had already said it. Started off two and zero, looked pretty good, um, but then again, I mean, they've lost to New England with Cam, and then they lost to uh, about two teams that we know are going to be in postseason contention, exactly, uh,
3: barring anything
2: crazy. So, it, I mean, it's it's going to be a good game. I, I, yeah, again, Kansas City is definitely going to win it. It's going to be pretty close. So I have them winning 33-28. to 28.
0: There you go, another close one, but a sweep for Kansas City nonetheless. Jacksonville at Houston we're doing. Uh, Bobby, uh, you will be using this as your book it for the week, so all we need from you is the spread. And, Matt, go ahead and start us off once he does that.
1: Yeah, so the spread in this game right here is Houston's better by six. <clears throat> all
0: right,
2: so I have picked Jacksonville, I believe, the past – Two weeks, and it's bit me in the ass both times. Um, I
1: picked them all. I picked them all year long, just because.
0: <laughs> West, boy. Ah, it, I ain't man. even picked them all year long, but no, I have yeah, also picked pick, them the last two weeks. Homer,
1: you know, West, West, got me there. That's my second team right there, man. <laughs> right? Absolutely,
2: okay, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Um, Jacksonville probably should win this game if, if you know they they're coming off. Uh, you know, three losses now. Um, and Houston with that firing of Bill O'Brien, uh, we talked me and Wes talked about it a little bit yesterday and Houston's going to come out. I mean, I don't know if you guys heard JJ Watt today that, uh, yes. he said, you know, he, blew, he had a huge blow up with Bill O'Brien in practice recently
3: mm-hmm.
2: and now Bill O'Brien's gone. So, I think the Texans are going to come out, you know, at this point, they're 0-4. They're, they're just going to be coming out swinging, tossing the ball up. And it's going to be a fun game to watch because I think Garner Minshew is going to do everything in his power to, to keep up. But I think Houston is going to end up maybe last-second field goal or, or fourth-quarter touchdown here. I, I have them winning 31-28. to 28.
0: You have Houston 31-28? Yep. 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 Okay. Gotcha. Just making yep. sure. Yeah. No. Uh, I. I. It's funny. I kind of came in with the same mindset, Matt. You know, the last two weeks or three weeks, I've picked them to win, and and every time, they've bit me in the ass. So I kind of feel the same way with you on that, and I also feel the same way with them getting rid of, uh, with them getting rid of Bill O'Brien, and you are bringing in Romeo Cornell, which he's you know kind of respected league wide. You know, he he hasn't had the greatest. Resume as a head coach, but still, he is highly respected. I think it will give them a spark, and I do think Houston will come out and get this one. A lot of injuries on defense for Jacksonville. Hayden's already hit the IR. I, I, I'm i very doubtful we see Miles Jack in this game. I, I just I, I have a feeling. I, he, I haven't seen anything on the injury report, um, but I also haven't been keeping as close of an eye on it as I would have liked to. But regardless... I'm going to go ahead and take Houston in this one. I think Houston gets that spark that they need. They went 24-17, to 17, a little bit late, late of a touchdown to make it close. But otherwise, I have Houston taking it. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Cincinnati getting their first win of the season. Also, Joe Burrow getting his first career win as a pro last week. 300 yards for the first three weeks. Does he do it for a fourth week, Bobby?
1: Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Baltimore's favorite at home by 13 and a half. Don't need to really talk much about this. Congratulations. So, Burrow, for winning his first game of the year. They're at Baltimore. A very good, angry football team. Um, not even close. 46
0: to 20. 46 Baltimore. to 20 with the beatdown, Matt. Are you with Bobby or is it going to be closer?
1: Wow, I mean, he, he said 46 to 20? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> he's not even on my uh, – Not even all my um, uh, crazy picks or whatever, you know, that we do. um, (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, bold prediction. Uh, So I want to make sure we're talking about the right game. Which game did you – Cincinnati
0: at Baltimore.
2: Wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually a little bit worried about – a little bit about Baltimore. Just uh, they're, they're showing against Kansas City and then actually even against Washington. They're kryptonite. Yeah, I, again, even even against going against Washington, I feel like if Washington had any kind of a quarterback and maybe one other <laughs> skill player on offense, that game would have been a lot closer. Uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson, how many yards did he pass for in that game? I don't think it was very much.
0: It wasn't. I he know. also pulled up on the injury report this week. didn't practice today, but they said it was purely precautionary.
2: Right. So, yeah, again, Baltimore's a great team. But we we know what they are. We know what their weaknesses are. Um, 40, sure, that's a lot. I, I mean, I definitely have Baltimore winning and, you know, close divisional game here. I, I got them winning 27 to uh, 21. I think Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, again, congratulations to him. Um, probably should have had to win the week before, but it is what it is. Wow, man, yeah, I, I like I like what Cincinnati's doing right now. I mean, they're definitely rebuilding. Baltimore's definitely going to get the win, but I, it's going to be close.
0: I like what I like what Cincinnati's doing too, and I know Baltimore's kryptonite, and that's the playoff and the playoffs, and that's why I have Baltimore winning this game. I don't have what Bobby's got. I got thirty-one to twenty as a final, uh, but I'm sorry, thirty-five to twenty as a final. I looked at the wrong one. I uh, have thirty-five to twenty as the final, and Baltimore gets a really good lead. You, you're you're gonna see have an RG three signing in this one, uh, like you did last week. He might come in for a play or two, just kind of late in the game once it's all settled. But give me Baltimore in a fairly easy one. Thirty-five yeah, come to in
2: twenty. And throw a, throw a one pass and it's an interception. Mm-hmm. RG three's the goat.
0: Goat. Speaking of goats, Matt Ryan leading off, <laughs> leading off the home game versus Carolina. And if I remember correctly, Matt, you said the first home game or first uh, divisional game for the Falcons this season, correct? Yes. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, and uh, I'll lead off.
1: You want to lead off on that? All right. Yeah. Yeah. So Carolina favorite baby by four and a half points.
0: And you know what? I'm taking them. I'm taking Carolina, in, in my eyes, I understand the, the season that Atlanta's had. Uh, I still call this an upset, although Carolina is, looks like they are turning a corner. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater's starting to get comfortable with the team. Robbie Anderson's outperformed my expectations for him. Um, and they've do, they have 2-0 without Christian McCaffrey. So this is, this is a strong team that's trying to identify itself outside of Christian McCaffrey, and if they can stay anywhere competitive this season – and get him back and get him into the system that they've got going now. This could be a damn good football team. Uh we'll give me Carolina in a close one. Uh, I think Atlanta hangs on late in the game, but uh, unfortunately they lose it. Not in some sort of ridiculous fashion. It's just a close game, <laughs> 21-20. Uh, Bobby.
1: Go back and finish it off. Calvin yeah. Ridley, non-existent. The other night? Uh, we talked
2: about that when you jumped off fantasy yesterday. Fantasy moment. Was, uh,
3: very upset.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, killed me and my fantasy team. Lost, lost to your pops by uh, yep. 0.4 or something or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah.
1: He, he about that. he's like, he was expecting to lose, and then saw that Ridley didn't have anything. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I
2: mean, he could add a catch for a half a yard, and I think that would have that would that have, have pushed, right. put me up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but in my best Lee Corso imitation, not so fast, my friend. 11. 11- <laughs> 121 yards and a touchdown this week. Atlanta was this game, 30 to 23. Ooh. Falcons get their first. Dan Quinn is still hanging by a thread.
0: Matt, finish this one up. Talk to us. What you got your team doing?
2: So, uh, just running off what Bobby just said. Dan Quinn holding on. Uh, me again. Me and Wes talked about this last night uh, when we were talking a little bit about the Falcons in that game against the Packers. Uh, uh, Arthur Blank is not a. a, a an owner he's not a fan of relieving coaches or gms or anything in the middle of the season i believe he's done it one time since he's been the owner since 2002 i believe 2001 2002 since he's owned the falcons he, he's and we talked about it what does it do what what, is, what would firing him really do besides uh, please me and a bunch of uh diehard Falcons fans it wouldn't do much. Um, you can they can still do their coaching search now uh, with him still on the team. Uh, just keep it, you know, be quiet about it. Whatever they, you know, follow the protocols and everything. But yeah, Atlanta, Carolina. Um, this is the first game of the year. It's in Atlanta, and it's the first game of the year that we're gonna have. Uh, we're gonna be allowing fans in the stadium. I believe it's ten or eleven thousand. Don't quote me on that. Uh, it could be less, but I believe that's what the number is. I think that's actually going to be, hopefully, to Atlanta's uh, advantage. Hopefully, we do have fans that still care and show up. <laughs> and again, actually are there to cheer on the team and help them. I think that'll actually help. I have a hard time picking this game, dude. I I, I really do. Um, just the way that our defense is. And, I mean, if Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen, and DeMonte Casey are, are out for this game, that's their two starting center, or safeties. And then... Casey could start on any team, in my opinion, at safety, and uh, he's he's out for the year with that torn Achilles, so it's going to be close. Carolina's defense is trash, so, yeah, I think Calvin really is going to have a step-up game. I have Atlanta winning this one 27-24. Uh, I mean, I've picked Atlanta, I believe, every game this year, and that's not even
0: – Part of his
2: bias, of course, but I believe we have a really strong team. And
0: oh, I do too. I think it's a, a very big underperforming team. And as we spoke a lot about last night, uh, Matt Ryan's starting to look extremely suspect. But we'll uh, we'll see what he does this Sunday. Moving into our hey, fourth. Go ahead, go ahead, Bobby. Hey. Well,
1: Matt, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> we only won our one, but I think we'll be two. Not being, a, we have the weapon. Like I think you know.
2: And has the weapons. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and so, no, shoot, no, Bobby, me, are, the Cowboys and, and Falcons are almost, okay. I don't want to say identical, but they're, they're very close in what they are. I mean, we know what they are in offense, and defense and that, is trash, and it, it's just been and, that way.
1: And a lot of people, you know, everybody loves this podcast, they know who we are, you know, each one of us, who our teams are, our fans are, or whatnot. But I don't pick biasly. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. I pick, you know, knowledgely and what I think and some this year right now, bro <laughs> for you and I yeah hey B- Bobby uh,
2: what What do you because you weren't on when me and Wes talked about it and I brought it up I, I'm starting to see uh, I, I'm starting to question Matt Ryan I just wanted to get some quick thoughts on, on what you actually think about that and if you notice a little bit of a dip or, or uh, I think it's mental I think it's all mental I think he's trying too hard at this point but what do you think
1: I think, you know, I think it's mental, too. I think, you know, I'm not sure about the offensive of the line. I don't know the really in-depth like you do. And, uh, obviously, you know, Julio is not himself right now as far as is he banged up or not.
2: He's missing, he'll, he will miss this Carolina game. He has right. like, he's had a hamstring issue uh, since actually in the summer.
1: I think it's more of a mental thing right now, especially, you know, like, you know, it, it could be locker room, obviously, with Dan Quinn, you know, because he's been on the hot seat not even just this year, but even, you know, towards the end of the last year. So a lot of it is that mental, and mental plays a huge role when it comes to you know the, the, the psyche of a football team overall right now. I do not think that Atlanta is I, I, an 0 and 14 team in my eyes right now. I really don't. I mean, obviously you guys could be three and one, two and two, yeah,
2: easily, easily at least two and two. Uh, I'm right there on that, but you are what you your record says you are, uh, right. and it, it, it's just tough, man. It, it really is in Atlanta. Um, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: they're definitely um, the best 0-4 football team in the NFL <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> no about it, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's more mental, to be honest with you, because uh, there's, there's a lot
2: another, of talent team yeah, right now. 100%. And, and another thing quickly that I brought up and we'll move on is, uh, you know, last year, me and Wes talked about this last night. Last year, 1-7 the first half, 6-2 the second half, and we beat some really good teams in that second half. I think that we played that well just because at that point there was no expectations. We knew it was a lost season. Everybody just went out there and played frickin' football, man. And I think a, a lot of the players on this team that still have that Super Bowl 51 on their mind. And I really do think it, they just put too much pressure on themselves.
1: So. You know, when you when you talk about uh, mental aspects of a football team, that doesn't come down to the guys on the field. It comes down to coaching at the end of the day. I've noticed I've been fired for a job for that. You know what I mean? You got to get your players ready to play. You, I mean, you got to hype them up for the second half or whatnot. It's coaching, man. At the end of the day, my eyes.
0: Mental. We'll see what they do. Matt Ryan, 1,200 yards on the year. On the year, seven touchdowns, two picks, 64% completion percentage. So we'll see what he does. Uh, next game in the beginning of our four o'clock games, Miami at San Francisco. Miami's kind of. Been looking competitive the last few weeks. They've been fighting, or, you know, fighting, but uh, against the San Francisco team that should be getting their quarterback back. We will see what they do. Matt lead us off after Bobby gives us the spread.
1: San Fran favored by the eight at home. San
2: Fran favored by eight at home. Wow. Um. If if Jimmy Garoppolo, I see. I don't. I, I believe he practiced in limited uh, participation to Excuse me. Today, um, but with with most still out and and Coleman and they are still missing a lot of key pieces on that offense. If Garoppolo comes back, I believe they'll win this game. Uh, but th- I'm actually this is this is my upset of the week if you kind of even want to call it that.
3: Uh,
2: yeah, I have Miami. I have uh, Fitzmagic coming in here and and beating the Giant or the uh, the the 49ers. I, I just do. Um, uh, my score that I had was 24 to 22. It's going to be a shootout or quote unquote shootout for that, that score of a game. But
3: mm-hmm.
2: man, I, I just see my, I, like I said, I love the way Ryan Fitzpatrick plays. I think that he's going to just go out there and sling it on that beat up San Francisco team.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I, I can definitely see Miami pulling this one out. I really can. I looked at this game and thought real good and hard about it. And I'm at the same position you are about it at the end of the day. I think if, Garoppolo plays; they can get it done. Um, McKinnon's been fine in the backfield for them. Really, they had, he had, he's been a, a nice backup to Mosert, so I'm not too worried about that. The defense is still performing at an extremely high level, while they're probably not at the same level right now as maybe Pittsburgh is, just based off the fact that they're losing two of their best. They lost two of their best players for the year. Still a strong team, top ten in both passing and rushing. So uh, I'm gonna stick with San Francisco in on this one. I think they eke it out, and Fitzmagic Magic makes an appearance, but they fall short late. Give me San Francisco on this one, 24-21. Bobby, what you got? Break tie.
1: Yeah, so um, I do like Miami. I mean, it's a long trip. They're going cross country about as far as you can, kind of like what Seattle did last week, mm-hmm. you know, going to Miami. I'm a big fan of my boy Miles Gassing right now, getting more and more carries and more and more catches game for um, Miami. I really do think they're a better football team, you know, than what a lot of people anticipated in coming in this year. But I just don't see them, you know, going out to San Fran and taking that win. I think they do cover the spread, actually, maybe or not. But I got San Fran winning twenty-five to sixteen in a really good football game. As a matter of fact, I got San Fran really itching late in that game to win. I like I like I like Miami a lot right now. I do. I did I too. Mean they're fighting.
0: They they are fighting for Florida. They're, yeah. They're they're fighting for their coach for sure. Giants at Cowboys. Bobby, you gotta be nervous about this one, but you'll go last. Give us the spread. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about my team right now, but it, and
1: I can even believe this though, no, but Dallas is favored by nine and a half.
0: And <laughs> Dallas by over a touchdown. Uh, I'll go ahead and leave this one off, man. Uh Dallas is I mean, we know what Dallas is and like Matt said, they're in the sim- the Falcons are in a similar position, but Dallas has to score about thirty-five points a, a game now at this point to win, and and that wasn't even enough last week versus the Browns. So, um, not to say that the Browns have a bad offense, but you know the expectations are a lot higher in Dallas, and they always will be. So, I, I don't know what's got me picking them, man. I really was looking at going against them, but just for the fact that the Giants don't really have an offense to begin with to worry about. Maybe they put up twenty-one points. And uh, Dallas can out, you know, just outrun them. So I, I have Dallas doing just that, outrunning them, winning thirty-five to twenty-one. Matt.
2: Yeah, talking about talking about that Cowboys running game. I mean, uh, Ezekiel Elliott has, has played pretty well. <laughs> it, Bobby, you're breaking up there. I couldn't hear you. What was
1: that? That non-existent running game. <laughs> mm.
3: uh,
2: yes and no. I mean, there's been. It seems like it, they just fall behind so quickly that. uh they they just can't establish the game. They can't control the game with the run like they like, like they would like to do. Um, but in, in this game, I feel like they're gonna establish that run game early. Um, who is who is the ta- was it Colin? Who is the tackle that is out for the year? Because that's huge for you guys.
1: Well, it's it not a Smith Collins. Uh, it's not Tyron Smith. It's not Collins. It's uh, Collins with our guard. But uh, I forget. I know you're talking about. But yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, I was pretty sure you got that a guy out and and you, your y'all your, your offensive line has been the, one of the best the past few years, um, with the players that you got. But yeah, I think they're gonna get this run game going. I don't think I mean the Giants, trash. We already know what they are. Um they got a lot of work to do. It, it being in Dallas, that's gonna help as well. Dallas needs to uh they need this they need one of those games to where they feel like yes, this is who we are and it could be the turning point for for the Cowboys season, um, even against the lowly Giants, but I had, yeah, I had the Cowboys dominating this game, uh, 34 to uh, 13.
0: 34 to 13, big stat. Uh, Zeke leads the league this season in fumbles, and when I say lead the league, I mean leads all players, not just including running backs, with three fumbles. Bobby, let's hear it.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy stat, man? Mm-hmm. Talking about a guy that never, like, I think has he's
0: got hands.
1: Yeah, three years. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of how the season's going on right now, man. Um, I mean, to me, honestly, I think this is a rebound game. I mean, if this is – I mean, we couldn't have any better opponent after coming up, giving up 49 points to the Cleveland Browns. We're playing the Giants. This division obviously is what it is. I see a huge turnaround right here. I think they changed the whole game plan. I I mean, I think Zeke really gets a lot of carries, and I think Zeke's going to really get a heavy load gotta win this game man if not then you know that whole thing that matt sends every year you know um that little gift, the dumpster fire mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey matt if we don't win this one man you better send that shit to our fucking group text you know <laughs> Got <it>. i'm on <laughs> it i'm on fire or hey, the dumpsters running through or not um <laughs> I mean the Giants are gonna I mean the Giants are going score touchdowns. We have a horrible defense. twenty 14 man, in Dallas. I can't really talk much more about this
0: game. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see if the Dallas Cowboys can get it going against uh one of the worst teams in the league. Indianapolis at Cleveland. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread and uh since you finished off the last one, lead us off here.
1: All right, Indy's uh Indy's on the road here about two and a half. Um closest game that I have right here. Uh I mean I like Indy. I like Cleveland. I mean, is Odell Beckham back or not? I mean, is he one of those guys? You know, obviously he played a horrible Dallas defense last week and had, what, three touchdowns. Um, a great game. Jarvis Landry looked good. I believe um, the running back, uh, what's his name, got hurt? Uh,
0: were you talking about for Indianapolis or are you talking about for Cleveland? I know, no, for Cleveland. Uh, uh, Chubb, yeah, Chubb went down. I don't know how long it's for, but uh, – right.
2: He's going to be out. I heard uh, about six weeks actually, and that again, going back to fantasy, destroys my hopes and dreams.
0: <laughs> and right. and yeah, the thing is, right. though, Kareem Hunt's still a top ten running back in rushing yards.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's I was a solid running back. Um, very close game. Indy at home, favorite by two and a half. Um, Whoo! I mean, this is almost to me. If I were Vegas, it would be a pick'em, but I got Indy winning this game, twenty-four to twenty-three. Indy. Matt. Close game. Matt, what you got? Oh,
2: oh, sorry, my bad. I wasn't sure if you called my name or not. You're good. Um, so, uh,
0: let me. So what? Who did Indy play this past week? They played the Vikings two weeks ago, and last week the Indianapolis Colts played. Sorry if I don't remember. Uh, Chicago. And they won.
3: That's what good. I thought.
2: Yeah, that was an ugly game. It was like nineteen to eleven or something like that. Yep. Like, yeah, that wasn't. That was an ugly game for sure. Philip River, that he's he's an anomaly in himself, like one of the greatest quarterbacks you know of all time, but has never really you know I don't think, yeah he's never even been to a Super Bowl should have you know 15 years ago or whatever, but that's a whole another story. Um, I think this game is actually going to be close because uh, Jonathan Taylor, the, that Colts running back, he's been playing pretty well um, since since Marlon Mack went out. The only problem is Cleveland might be riding high off that win.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think they're going to be riding too high. Going to come right back down to earth, and I have Indy actually stealing a win in Cleveland uh, in another pretty pretty close game. I have them winning twenty two to twenty. So you
0: both got Indy, huh? Okay. Well, I think uh, I think here's what's going to happen. I think uh, this. This Browns offense is finally going to get the picture with this run game that it is the best run game in the league and that they can run their whole offense around it. And I think they got a a good opportunity to see that last week versus the Cowboys. The the potential that this run game has to open up the passing lanes, to open up cool plays and different things. They went outside their typical playbook the Browns did against uh, Dallas, and I think it really gave them a chance to find out what what they want to be at this point because this team you kind of look at and you're like, what the hell is going on with them? Do they have an identity or not? Uh, and, and to put more credence to that, I mean, and, and really honestly, to show that how Dallas has kind of fallen as a defense, their pa- I mean, Cleveland has the 29th ranked passing game after after last week's performance. So that's saying a lot for Baker Mayfield and Co. And I think they they have to notice this. They go to the run game. I have a close one, like both of you guys do, but I have Cleveland hanging on for dear life against a massive Colts comeback, 24 to 21.
1: Very similar, all three on the
0: board. So we have uh, Denver at this moment taking on New England in the last of the 425 games. New England, of course, you've heard about Gilmore. We talked about it earlier with what could happen, uh, potential implications, what's going on with the Patriots. Nobody else is really testing positive, so it looks like this game is going to happen. Denver at New England, though. Go ahead and give us a spread, Bobby, and Matt, lead us off. No
1: one again in favor by eleven and a half.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, I I, ah, that's a that's a little much. I mean, yeah, I guess not. I mean, I have them winning by ten. So, yeah, I mean, or New England winning by ten. I have them winning thirty to
3: Mm
2: -hmm. twenty. Denver's just, you know, again, this is another team we we know what they are. uh, Still rebuilding, decimated by injuries as well. Decimated by injuries right now. Yeah, you know that Von Miller, you know, just right off the top was. As rough as it is. And then, um, yeah, I mean, they just need to get some more weapons for, for Drew Locke. And, yeah, they're still rebuilding. Um, yeah, especially if Cam comes back. I mean, that Brian Hoyer and uh, Jarrett Stidham
0: not gonna cut it. combo
2: did not look good for New England. So I don't think they're trying to uh, – yeah, they, they might be looking maybe for some, be- some better help down the road here. But, uh, yeah, if Cam comes back, they're going to easily win this game.
0: Uh yeah, I, I, if, with Cam back, I think they have no problem. They roll in this one. Um, Denver tries to make something of it early, but at the end of the day, you have uh, Cam, who's really doing a good job at the quarterback position this year, uh, as he typically does, but more so this year. He seems he's in a in a, in a rhythm, and it, probably a bit of fresh air for him to be in a new system as well, especially a good system. Uh, number two rushing attack in the league. Give me the New England Patriots over the, a beat-up Denver Broncos team. 28
1: to 17. Bobby. Yeah, so um, I see Melvin Gordon kind of having a decent game. Um, New England, obviously, with that can being out. Um, I got to go with the, you know, the um, Bill Belichick company and all that. I don't think it's really going to be that close of a game. It's in New England, even though there's not a lot of fans. You know, it's always a tough place to play. Yep. Psych eyes or whatnot. I got New England, thirty one to thirteen. Noah Fampion. it's gonna be, you know, it's kinda hurting me and my fantasy.
0: There so, you go, uh, another injury on that team, just another player down. And uh, you yep. know, they it, not not much you can do when you're Denver in a season like this. Minnesota taking on Seattle in primetime, Minnesota getting their first win over the former Bill O'Brien-led Texans, and Seattle with Russell Wilson in just an MVP form with two fantastic receivers, and Lockett and Metcalf are out there looking to keep it going. The defenses will be without Jamal Adams this weekend. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, and I will lead us off.
1: Seattle at home, fair by six and a
0: half. And they definitely cover that spread. I love the Seattle team. They are a strong team. The defense, while it is beat up, that one week that they had Jamal Adams was like a, an epiphany almost. It, it was fantastic to see how much they – I mean, how good they look with him. I know they don't have him in this game, so, you know, that won't he won't be a factor. But I still think this team hangs on just by their offensive firepower. Give me Seattle in this one, 28-24. It's a close one.
3: Uh yeah,
2: this is good again, uh, West you said yeah, it's definitely gonna be a close game for sure. Um, Minnesota, you know they're just their season is just hanging by the threads right now, so they're gonna come out swinging and um, I don't know, man. I still have Seattle winning though. I really yeah. do they're just they look way too good right now. and uh, I, I mean, I got them winning this one easily twenty four to uh, to fourteen.
0: Bobby, does Nick get this defense, uh, this defensive secondary going and uh, shut him down, or is it a high-scoring game? What do you got? Uh
1: not really shutting them down. I mean, it's not going to be that high-scoring. I just don't see how anybody can stop Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and uh, lock it right now. Um, I see Donald Cook have a little bit of success early in the game. Seattle obviously tightened up in the second half, but yeah, Seattle won this one, 24 to 17. You know, not by a blowout or whatnot just such a powerful team right now, and I truly believe that they have the best player in the NFL, in my eyes, and Russell Wilson.
0: I would not be afraid at all to second that at all. I, I've really, and I've always spoke very highly uh, of him.
1: I, I truly believe he is the best player in the NFL. I oh. will even say that. Patrick Mahomes and all that, it's the way he's playing right now.
0: Correct. Right Agreed. Now. And, and he plays on that consistent high level, which is something I love about it. He's He's consistently good. You don't get a whole lot of bad games out of Russell Wilson. You get a lot of lot of bad plays out of the defense.
1: If you know what, if he didn't sign that contract last year, and he waited a year or two or
0: whatnot, he he would have Patrick Mahomes' money. A hundred percent. He'd be close. If if not pass him, he'd be close. Definitely, without a doubt. He needs another title so he can get another big contract, but uh, we'll see what he does uh, against the Minnesota Vikings this uh, Sunday night, finishing off the games Monday night, the Chargers at New Orleans Saints. Both these teams looking for a win here to get some momentum going. You do have Herbert starting once again for the Chargers, and, uh, of course, Drew Brees rolling with the Saints. Uh, Bobby, give us the spread. And Matt, do you know if Michael Thomas is back or is he out again?
1: uh favor favored by seven and a half at home. What do you got, Matt?
2: Yeah, so on this, uh, I, I haven't heard anything on, on Michael Thomas, though, Wes. Uh, nothing nothing new, so I don't know if have you guys heard anything. No, it's been quiet. Yeah, the, the only thing I hear, it just says questionable. <laughs> um, I heard that it was going to be week five or six. Uh, that was a week ago. Um, when I heard that. So it could be this week, and they or they might hold him out one more week, and uh, you know, it's against the one and three chargers uh, starting in a rookie again. Uh, he, he looks solid, uh three hundred plus yards each game, in uh, Justin Herbert, man. I don't know what you guys think about him, but I think he's been playing phenomenal.
0: agreed. I am one hundred percent in on him. He's been playing great. Uh, I, I like him in the 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 Allen combo. I think they work really well together. I think the run game, there's potential there. I mean, they have a top 10 running offense. Eckler getting beat up is a major setback for me, though, and that's yeah. going to be what cost them in my eyes. Uh, Matt, I don't think you gave us your pick yet, so I'll let you go ahead and give us yours.
2: No, and, and you just said it for me. I was actually yeah. about to say that it was the Eckler injury, and that, that's the dagger for them. So, yeah, New Orleans at home easily uh, 31 to 18.
0: Yeah, and then and yeah. since we just had that conversation, I have New Orleans also getting the win in this one. Uh, it's going to be 24, uh, 24, excuse me, to 10. Low-scoring game for the Chargers. First setback game for uh, Herbert, really, as, as far as stats are concerned. Bobby, round us out.
1: I'm sorry, guys. What are we talking about?
0: We got uh, Chargers at the Saints.
1: Chargers at the Saints, yes. So, um, whew, I mean, I think it's going to be higher score than a lot of people think they're going to be. Um, I kinda see Breeze going on a roll right now. Uh Michael Thomas, I'm not sure if he's gonna be back or not. I heard Wes or I'm, I'm sorry, Matt talk about it. I had to step out real quick. My daughter was on me. Is he in or out this
0: week? He is uh we don't have any indication, still showing us questionable.
1: We don't all right, yeah. Um you got this as a little bit of a higher scoring game right now. I mean I think Herbert is, you know, a guy that's gonna surprise a lot of people, but I still got the Saints win this game in a high scoring game, thirty six to twenty eight.
0: And that rounds out our picks. We got the Saints uh, in a sweep and uh, Seattle in a sweep for those two primetime games. All right, that rounds out week one. Uh, let's go ahead and move into the book it with Bobby. Bobby, let's go ahead and hear your last pick. And I believe, if I remember correctly, it's Jacksonville at Houston. So, let you know, I'm ready to hear it. It's week yeah.
2: five, not week one. Oops, my bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: week five.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just talking. I mean, you uh, did say it, but yeah, uh, no, you're uh, good. What were, the picks, uh, what, uh, what were your two picks in this game, by the
0: way? Uh, we guys? both took Houston. You didn't? Yeah.
1: Um, I'll tell you what right now, man, um, you know, with a new coaching uh, change and all that, obviously um, Deshaun Watson's going to come out firing, you know, every time you have a coaching change, you're going to come out um, trying to prove something and that new coach in the locker room is going to be out there, you know, like trying to really get his team up and ready to, you know, to get that first win or whatnot to earn, not himself respect for that game, but for a future job or whatnot. Um, woo. This is gonna be a great game. I mean Houston's at home favored by six points. But there's a running back, there's a receiver and there's a quarterback for Jacksonville that I think is gonna make plays that are gonna spoil that guy's first debut. Even though Houston is favored by six, I got Jacksonville not just covering the spread. I got them winning the game thirteen
0: to ten. Bobby. Oh man, he's taking Jacksonville on the flyer. We'll see. <laughs> Covering winning. Oh man, okay, all right. That's a bold prediction for a two and two right now, Bobby. You know, I'm, a hope, yep. I'm hoping for you to go to three and two on this one. That's for damn sure. Yep, they're gonna win the
1: game. <laughs> not even cover. They're gonna win. All right,
0: well, <laughs> let's see. So, just you're not only two and two in your bookets. You're also two and two in locks. We're going to get to your locks in just one second, so I'm eager who you've picked. But, Matt, I, I know it's been weeks we haven't had a conversation with you. Something's got to be grinding your gears. You got to have something worked up over there.
2: Man, I, I'm so angry. I, my, my gears are grinding just the fact that I I'm I was unfortunate that I couldn't be on a couple weeks ago when I was way, way more fired up about this Atlanta Falcons team after that Cowboys game. I, I really wish, uh, you know, I've talked about, talk about the, that
1: offside kick. Or what? Yo, bro!
2: Oh my God! <laughs> wow! You gotta be kidding me! What do you mean? There's one, two, three, five, five. Count them, five falcons that just stood there and watched the ball. I'm so lucky that I, I actually I, I I was repiping my my dad's entire house uh, uh, that day. So I was I I saw the only play I saw that game was the the first touchdown the Falcons scored. I didn't look at it until the end, and when I saw the box score, I it, it blew my mind, blew my mind. And then when I finally saw that onside kick, I'm so. If I was watching that game live, I would have jumped into the TV trying to grab that football. I, what do you mean? That right there in itself is is. is what well, I don't want
1: it. to. I'm not going to cut you off on your segment right now, but I had to reiterate that with my players. I'm like, so you guys understand, like, if you're a defender on an off (laughs) kick, you can get the ball before it goes 10 yards.
2: And You can go get that ball. (laughs) Dude, and then you should tell them, guess what? You know more than uh, an NFL player right now, multiple NFL players. Five, at least five. Tell them that. Tell them you guys are smarter than they are. Like I said, I would if I saw it live. I would I would have been because in that I, I mean I get into the TV. I when I have my game on my TV, I am right there. I, I watch every play and I'm I'm happy that I I wasn't watching it live that day. Um, but then okay okay
3: ah,
2: all right happened that time you know yeah everybody's gonna laugh Super Bowl 51. Her, her, yeah we already know okay get it. But then. Very winnable game, okay. And I'm not even just I'm just saying when the score was zero zero and the clock was in the first quarter and, and fifteen minutes, the game was went very it was against the Bears, who should have already lost the previous two games easily. They and somehow they came back. Um they benched their starting quarterback. Uh then the then Nick Foles comes in and on the first drive, uh me and Wes talked about that. I don't know, Bobby, if you saw that interception by uh um Denard. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean that was that was awesome. It could have gone either way. I don't know, you know, blow another sixteen point lead in the fourth quarter. What do you mean? I was calling for Dan 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 Quinn said right right off the bat. I, I was taking screenshots of the Falcons Instagram. I like get the comments and the Falcons in, Instagram. Oh my god, fire Dan Quinn! Everybody, just I'm done with this team. Every Atlanta team sucks. When, when, you know, blah, blah, blah. thank God for the Braves. Thank God for the Braves. You know, let's go. They won the day two. That's the only thing Atlanta has ever, ever had in in their existence is the Atlanta Braves. That, that's worth a damn. I, I have, like I said, if this was two weeks ago, I, there are uh, a lot of F-bombs.
3: Um, but...
2: I, I almost, I almost quit everything, man. I almost, I almost told West I was like, I'm done. I can't do it. I can't even be on the podcast. I can't even. I'm not even a football fan. I, I can't even do it. But that's, you know, that's that's how much I love my team. I'm, I'm, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm passionate about it, man. I love my team, dude. I've been with them, you know, since yeah, I was 12. You know, big Michael Vick fan. Michael Vick literally was the reason why I started watching. Actually sitting down, I never watched an NFL game. Entirely until Michael Vick came in the league and, and then, you know, Madden 04 and, and all that. And that, oh, yeah. Since then, Wes, you know, um,
0: yeah, several times chasing you down with Mike Peterson. Several times. <laughs> several times.
2: <laughs> I mean, I still have my original Michael Vick jersey. It's faded as shit. Um, my, it, it's a medium, it's small as hell. I still have it. And sometimes I still will fucking throw that fucking thing on and look goofy as shit. But, um, I love my team. I'm passionate about it again, and and that's what's grinding my gears, man. And I, again, I wish it was two weeks ago. I'd it'd be a lot of yelling and everything. It would have been, it would have been bad. But
0: so we it is what it is. We don't get the full thing, but we get a little bit of Matt's uh, reaction to the last two Falcons uh, West, bombshell West, games.
2: West, yeah, and Wes, you know, I, I was, uh, yeah, I was done, man. Oh yeah, I, I oh him. yeah. I was like, I'm over it. And then he even texted me the next day and was like, hey, man, you've had a time to cool down. And yeah." And I was like, you know, I was still at that time. He was,
0: you're day, still I heated,
1: was, oh, man. No. You're still
3: heated.
0: Yeah. I was, yeah I was like, weird. I don't I, know, man. I, I, I
1: was. Yep. Shit, I get that, man. That shit gets in our feelings, man. I totally get it.
2: <laughs> hell yeah. And, to the Cowboys, man. Come on, man. You had that shit in the bag. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, it just
0: Bobby came on mind. here and said it when you were in here. He said, you know, there's no reason Dallas had any reason being in that game. And I mean, I did, you
1: know what? Like, like what's the saying, Matt? Like, you weren't on that show, but like, we didn't win that game, man. Y'all lost that game. Oh we, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Million times, man. Y'all lost that game,
2: man. It, it's crazy, that, and then and then just for it to happen again the very next week.
0: It's just unbelievable.
2: That Matt Ryan threw, me and Wes talked about this last night, was god awful. Bobby, I, yeah. I don't know if you saw the video. It was the last offensive play of the Falcons.
0: Uh, Ridley
2: was on a, I don't even know what the hell you call it. Almost like a, it's like a C, and then he's going he's fucking back towards the sideline. Sort of, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, kind of. There's, there's a lot more to it, but. Yeah. Ridley, Ridley ran to where the open space was, and Matt Ryan threw to where Ridley, like the play, that how it was drawn up. And that's where that's where that's what makes Matt Ryan not elite. He is a. I Me and West again talked about it. He, he's a he's a top. He's a five to ten maybe quarterback. B tier. B tier. B uh, tier. Just yeah. He's not even Holmes
0: or Russell Wilson or Lamar or or, or even. Uh, you put him just, in the right
3: system.
2: You know,
0: we yeah. saw the Adder second year
3: with Kyle uh, Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh. Oh. And that's another thing too. Is is their head coach. Uh, was our quarterbacks coach for 2015 and 2016. That's, and Kyle really Shanahan, uh, that's a Kyle Shanahan uh, disciple. I don't know if you guys oh, knew yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, that, and then you see it the second year. doesn't matter who Aaron Rodgers got. It, it's it's co- continuity and, and running it back it actually helped him. So, shoot, man. Well, that's Look out what, for Matt before, though. I think he's going to be good.
0: That's what's grinding Matt's gears. Let's go ahead and move into the locks. Uh, Matt, you're it, you're the opposite of your Falcons team. You're four and zero in locks, man. You're you're killing it. I'm three and one, Bobby. You got some work to do. At two and two, my friend. So we're gonna lead off with you now. Let's keep in mind you can't pick previous ones, as everybody knows. This is the second season we're doing it. Buffalo, Minnesota, Indianapolis, and Arizona were your first four picks. Who's your week five pick?
1: Well, I'm going with my biggest prediction of the week a team that's favored by 13 and a half i got baltimore winning 46 20 baltimore is my lock
0: he's using his baltimore lock it is done all right i am up i'm gonna go ahead and do mine three and one on the season i'm definitely looking to go to four and one i'm upset at my jags for ruining my streak uh and my hot start so damn you but i'm going with a team that i think can get it done this week it's going to be pittsburgh over philadelphia uh Discussed it earlier. I think Pittsburgh's an extremely strong team with an elite defense versus a very struggling offense uh, for for the Philadelphia Eagles. So give me Pittsburgh as my lock. Matt, who, what you, who are you picking for 5-0? You did pick KC, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, so and the four Rams. And and Matt's 4-0. You say KC, Cleveland. KC, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, and the Los Angeles Rams were your pick last week.
2: Uh, man, you just actually threw me for a loop right there uh, with that Pittsburgh one, man. Uh, I'm I'm actually gonna I'm going I did I'm not gonna lie, I'm changing it right now. I'm, ta- I'm taking officially Pittsburgh over Philly. All right. Um, I, I did have uh, my my original lock was uh, Dallas over the Giants, but guess what? They'll play each other again, and I'll I'll save that in the bag for another day mm. let me get yeah, let me get pittsburgh on this one
0: all right so we're both taking pittsburgh bobby you were taking baltimore to beat down cincinnati all right and that's everything except for one more thing we got to cover and that is bold predictions yes the bold predictions this week what do we have that's going to be crazy and wacky and out there matt lead us off
2: Oh sorry, I was just I just blew my nose. But yeah. God damn, you always do that, man. You always do that. You always catch your hand at the spot. <laughs> All right, man. Uh bold prediction this week. Uh actually, I actually I'm not gonna lie, I forgot to uh I forgot to do this one. Um so I'm going to just do this. Yeah, it's a flyer. Uh I'm gonna say if, if Cam Newton comes back, he's not gonna do it running, he's gonna do it throwing and he's gonna have three touchdowns and over three hundred
0: yards. Okay. Okay.
1: Bobby, like that. All right, so here, yeah, so I mean, this this is a huge week right here for the Cowboys. I mean, they're playing the Giants. I think that you know dak has been lighting up the league right now. He's throwing for what the most yards in the NFL history. He's really know.
0: about to take mine right now. This man, go ahead, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead.
1: So Dak's going to throw for under 300 yards. Oh, get the running game going. Okay. Zeke is going to run for 200 plus yards and three touchdowns. Okay. They're going to eliminate Michael Gallup, CD Westbrook, Amari Cooper. They're going to get that that you know, that recipe for success. They're going to ground and pound. That's how you win football games. Control the line of scrimmage. Forget about those pretty boys out wide. I love them. Forget about throwing for 450 yards, 500 yards. Run the ball. Control the line of scrimmage, win the game. Zeke goes for 200 plus yards and three touchdowns. Dak throws for under 300. Okay. Getting back to normal football.
0: Getting back to normal football, Bobby says for them. Well, guess what? I have the exact opposite thing, and I was so damn close to being angry at you because I thought you were going to do it, but I'm going to go ahead and do it since you're not. This is going to be the game that Dak goes back to back 500 yard games. He is going to torch. This defense, and they're going to go with what works, and they're also going to get it done on the ground as well. I see Zeke getting close to 100 yards, if not 100 yards. Uh, Second half, they will rush this ball to victory because of how many yards Dak put up at the beginning and middle part of this game. He's got 200 by halftime. Give me Dak Prescott with over 500 back-to-back games.
1: Well, I agree with this, as long as they win.
2: I feel like that would be a uh, – that, that that would have to be a record. That have to I mean, two back-to-back 500-yard games. I don't think that's ever been
0: done before. Well, we're about to see it. He was close the week before, too. He threw for 472. So, against the Giants defense that I'm not super confident in either, I think it can be done. But he threw
3: for
2: 450 against us.
3: There
2: you go. Uh, I'm not too – I mean, don't quote me on that, but I
1: believe that was the number. We so, don't need to get any more, but like I said, though, no. That's
0: not a recipe for success. It's not. It's not. Run the ball. And and regardless of what I think will happen in my bold prediction, I still think this team is a long way uh, away from being competitive in the playoff scenario. So they got a long way to go. But, yeah, uh, uh, no, uh, Matt, uh, 450. You were correct, 450. (laughs) 450.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so I did see on real quick about uh, on ESPN they did uh, say that this was the this year was the record for uh, most points scored in the NFL in, in history.
0: Oh, and I believe yeah. it too. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. yeah. That's that's kind of that's kind of a crazy stat though, man. Because usually, you know, with no preseason games and no off season camps and all that, you know, offense is always the last thing to get going. Mm-hmm. That yep. was a crazy stat.
0: It's wild that it's it's kind of gone in reverse this year, and I think more of the preparation factor of it has affected the defense. But uh, to your credit, and and I agree with you, it's wild to see the the offense is kind of just going off left and right, and that's what they're doing. But uh, let's go ahead.
1: It's entertaining to say the least, though, guys. Oh, yeah,
0: without a doubt. Oh, oh, I love it, it has been a blast. There's so much
1: parity. As long as the damn Titans – Better knuckle up, man, and not ruin it for the rest of the league. They better tighten
2: up their shit. Yeah, hey. they better. It, it, Roger Goodell said it. They can, they can forfeit all the games they want, man. And I'm sure Wes would be just as happy with that. So. You know, I ain't
0: going to complain.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> all right, well, Bobby, if you're good, I'm good. Matt, uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for having all three of us here tonight. It was fun. I'm glad we were all back at it again. Uh, we'll see how these games turn out, and we will see the rest of you next week. Thanks for listening as always. Goodbye.
1: Let's Love you guys, man. Yep. We'll do it yeah. next one. Peace.